Heart. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. What is heart? Heart is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Heart is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Heart is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast, brought to you by CornNation.com, part of the SB Nation Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko, my faithful sidekick. That's right. In in this realm, he's the sidekick and I'm the superhero. He is the Robin to my Batman. He is the boy wonder to my caped crusader. He is John Dam Johnston, our founder of Fearless Leader. Hello, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'll tell you what, uh, in this Zoom meeting, you look like the oldest Robin that's ever Robined. <laughs> I, what the hell are you laughing at? My God. <laughs> we uh, are, are welcoming back to the Five Heart Podcast uh, a Coronation contributor. He uh, talks recruiting. He loves football. And that is Akilo Roberts. Akilo, what's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Great to be here. Happy to have you. Great to see you. Repping the, uh, you know, we're all wearing red, but John, he's the only one wearing official Husker gear. Mm-hmm. Hey, my God, are you killing somebody again? Or are you burying a body? No. <laughs> no, man, no, no. I was getting, getting my phone charger. Okay, relax. Breathe. <laughs> we, we couldn't see each other last time. This is going to be even more fun. You know, Kalo, that the body is dead and won't go anywhere until after this podcast is dead. <laughs> Unless it's flopping around from the right. Just wait till rigor mortis sets in. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's start with the news of the day. And that was that Nebraska had a Nebraska football had a decommitment, a very long-winded, you know, I, you know, I, after much consulting with family and and you know conversations with the coaches, I committed to Nebraska, and then I made my maybe a hasty decision, and I'm now decommitting, and my recruitment is 100% open. Akilo, tell us what happened to the three-star from uh, Georgia today. Yeah, Chris Paul Jr. Um, from Cordell, Georgia, Chris County High. Uh, you know, um, what can I say, man? That's the world of recruiting nowadays. You know, yesterday he tweeted, yes, literally yesterday, 24 hours ago, he tweeted, I'm all in. And today, the next day, he, he's tweeting out, I got, sorry, I got to do what's best for me and my family. And he decommits. You know, um, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say, man. You know, um, maybe the, 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 um, the, the recent commitments of Will Schweitzer from California, Steph Malcolm from Iowa, maybe that I'm um, scared him because I know that um Nebraska Nebraska we're trying to um completely rebuild our linebacking core. Coach Root and Coach Coach um Coach Dawson are trying to completely rebuild the linebacking core. Um, we're, we're, I've also heard we're going to be taking um like maybe two more linebackers as well. So um, maybe that scared him. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's maybe that scared him a little bit. So um that's really all I can think of, man. You know, I I really, I really liked him. I really, I really liked his film. Is who else, who else was recruiting the guy? Um, he, he, well, he recently got an, he recently got an offer from Tennessee this week. Um, 
before he committed to Nebraska, I know Cincinnati was recruiting him really hard. I know he had, a, I know he had, an, I know he had an offer from Michigan State. Um, and recently, at, well, today on his Husker twenty four seven, not on Husker, on that, on his twenty four seven page, he he had his three top top three teams as Cincinnati, Louisville, and Tennessee. I know Louis, he's been, he had been posting some Louisville stuff like the last couple of weeks, so um, maybe that, maybe that's interest in him. That's that's all I that's all I, that's all I, that's all I can surmise. But you know, it's close to home, right? Where's he from? Georgia, was yeah. it? Yes, Central Georgia. We we've talked in the very early weeks of the pandemic and coronavirus. Uh, you know, we talked about some players who were either you know some attrition either from from the recruiting class who who were decommitting or you know, active roster players, scholarship athletes who were transferring. And it wasn't just football. I think, John, correct me if I'm wrong. We talked, I think, volleyball, women's basketball as well. Uh, some players who were just trying to find schools that were closer to home. How much, you know, in, in what you've been tracking, what you've been following, Akila, how much has the pandemic and, for lack of a better term, the fear played in, you know, a lot of these, you know, high school kids considering schools, you know, giving more consideration to schools that are closer to home rather than going halfway across the country or farther? Oh, that, that's, played a, that's played a significant part, role, a significant role, Greg. Um, you know, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing. Um, you know, I, I live in Miami, Florida. I So, you know, my local team is the Miami Hurricanes. And, you know, this year I'm seeing a lot of kids committing to the Hurricanes that would never, ever, ever commit to the Hurricanes in, in, in other recruiting years. Because they're they're too good for the sort of hurricanes. <laughs> <you're being honest. laughs> you know, um, so obviously that, that plays a part. You know, some guys, some some not even some kids. Maybe their parents are telling them, "Hey, we want you we want you to stay home, closer to home because it's pandemic. You know, we don't want you to get sick and all that type of stuff." But um, you know, through all that, you know, Nebraska we're still recruiting we're still recruiting nationwide because you know, unfortunately because of location, we have to recruit nationwide. So um, the kids the kids have been getting like I mean, besides Seth Malcolm, he's he's like close to Lincoln. Um, but Will Schweitzer, he's on, he's on the West Coast. That's like a thousand miles away from Lincoln. Um, some other guys, that, you know. So, pandemics. It, it depends, you know. Some some schools, yes. Some schools, no. Well, it sounds like uh, the dude that, re- that decommitted. Uh, I mean, he, he got better offers. His offers were going up. We got to. This is early in the process, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean, for a 2021 kid, I mean, it's pretty, I wouldn't say early. It's pretty like, I guess you could say in the middle. Cause I mean, he really has like six more months left until the time to sign the LOI. But um, I wouldn't even say better offers. I mean, Tennessee sucks. <laughs> I mean, Cincinnati is G5. I mean, Michigan State, which I said earlier, Michigan State is terrible. I mean, I don't know if Mel Tech is going to be able to turn that around because they, they're, they're going to be in, they're going to be in some hot water for the next couple of years. But you know, man, I don't know, man. What rebuttal? <laughs> what what if <laughs> what what does the you know the scenario of recruiting look like if you know like in here in Illinois they still haven't made any decisions that there's going to be high school sports because of the pandemic. So if if we see you know continued, I mean, there's just been a spike. I think. Uh, I can't remember what state it was, but there was like the highest single day number of cases, like 3000 cases or something. Oh, Florida. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Guilty. Um, but uh, if, if we continue to see spikes like that, they might, you know, crank down on these restrictions again. So if there's no high school football, 
that is really going to play a massive part of you know of recruiting. I mean, because you guys aren't going to be able to get you know senior season you know highlights anything like that. It's going to be well. I mean, if there's no football this fall, it's I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to walk off you know into the field and never come back. I think I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It will be crowded there. <laughs> it won't do you any good. Fine. Yeah, I think if there is no football to play this play this um this fall, I think um a lot of a lot of a lot of kids they're just gonna make a lot of teams are just gonna be going off kids um film from from last year from 2019. They're gonna be going they're gonna be going off camp numbers from 2019, and maybe some of the camps that we had earlier this year before that where everything shut down like February March. So. It's it's going to be like it, it, the only you know recent memory equivalent is that it's going to be like everybody's drafting, not drafting, but recruiting. You know the Adrian Martinez type because he got hurt, didn't play his senior year, so it, it's going to be like a nation of kids who didn't play their senior year. Um, I want to talk briefly about uh, the the Paul kid who decommitted today because you mentioned some other names that Nebraska has been looking at. Is there? Is there a, I don't want to call it an epidemic because we're in a pandemic. I don't want to confuse people, but is there a crisis of lack of competition or, or fear of competition? Like if, if he sees rather than coming to Lincoln with guys that are just as good, if not, you know, a, a higher star rating or whatever than him, if it feels like, you know, outsider looking in that they have lost the will to compete, you know, to try to, earn that spot rather than just having given to him, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can, I can say for, I mean, for as far as Chris Paul goes, you know, his top three, if we're, if we're being honest in his top three, you know, he's Tennessee. T- Tennessee is throwing around bags like Jansport this year. They're, they're, throwing, they're, they're paying for all types of crews this year, you know? So, I mean, he's, if he, if he, if he goes to, if he goes to Tennessee, if they, if they take him, um, he's going to be competing with, he's going to be competing with, um with kids that are, that are more, that are more talented per se on the on the on the on the ranking side more, more talented than him. Um, if he goes to Louisville, I mean, it seems like he's maybe it seems like maybe he's been leaning, leaning Louisville because he's been tweeting about them before he decommitted today. He even if he goes to Louisville, he might be he, he might be he probably would be considered a, a big fish there because you know they're not really known for like producing linebackers there. Um, Cincinnati, I don't. I mean, Cincinnati is a good is a good Cooper Five team. But I don't really know why he really like wanted to go there over Nebraska. So they paid him. <laughs> Maybe you never know, man. Luke Fickle's got money, man. I I want to talk. You know, we've talked about some more attrition. And uh, speaking of a, a young player who was barely on campus, what happened? Because I don't think we ever talked on it uh, on the show. John, correct me if I'm wrong. But what happened with Henry Gray? Because he he looked like he was very enthusiastic. A lot of social media presence about Nebraska trying to. You know, talk to other you know high school athletes about Nebraska. What happened? What what was the breakdown there? Okay, this is this is all. First off, what I'm going to say this is all speculation and hearsay. I am just reading the tea leaves. I don't know that's, anything. That's that's what we do, man. We do speculation. <laughs> okay, so um, you want you want to go back to 2019 when he was a recruit when he was committed to Nebraska. Um, reading reading the tea leaves, it seemed like it seemed like he. Well, first off, if, maybe if you, if you remember, he was committed to Miami first. Um, he he decommitted from Miami, thinking he was going to be being able to go to bigger schools, and um that, that never materialized. So um so so after 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 that happened, um it seemed like it seemed like Nebraska was like 
maybe his best offer. I, I, I don't want to say which is the best offer. I mean, I think because, I mean, Nebraska, Nebraska is better than all those schools. So, I mean, I just want to say that. But, I mean, it seemed like Nebraska was, was his best offer at the time. At, at, at the time when he committed in August or September, I believe. Um, and then after that, once they got on campus, um, well, first off, if they say, there's there's, specul- there's speculation that he came to campus with an injury. Um, he had he had shoulder surgery. He had sh- shoulder surgery. Um, he he tore his labrum in his shoulder. Um, and then um, after that, I mean, I don't I don't know what to say, man. I mean, what what, what, what can I say? He just, he, he doesn't like it. Right. After oh, go ahead. I was just say just maybe a, a, a culture clash. You know, some people yeah, find some people find Lincoln heartwarming and, and charming, and some people say I'm too far from people. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm gonna say. Um, after the COVID nineteen thing happened and everything got shut down, and the kids got sent home, he, he went back to he went came back to Miami, and I guess he was like, man, I, I don't want I don't want to go Lincoln again. I, I want to stay home. So yeah. he can't he can't the portal. I get that. I understand that. I mean, I I. Seen, uh, you know, I've had kids, not my own, go places. And then, well, yeah, I have. <laughs> my my oldest son actually went to, I was going to go to Nebraska and they cut his uh, major. He was going to major in, thank God. And then he never went there. But I was going to say, you know, I've known a number of kids that have gone off to college at XYZ College and just said, I, I was homesick. I hated it. I didn't do good, good grades. You know, it just wasn't the right place for me. And they left. It's not any different for an athlete, I suppose, than it would be for a kid studying biochemistry or something like that. Yep, yep. Well, let's let's talk some good news. You know, we we've talked a little bit about some of the attrition, some of the decommitments. Is there good news? Well, you know, we I don't know if you know this or not, but between first of all, it's been a little while since we've had a solid recruiting update here on the Five Heart Podcast, but. There's there's been you know some some articles posted over at cornnation.com where you can uh, join on for free and uh, you know anyway uh, but you know Aquilo and, and John you both have been uh, busy you know over the last couple of months uh, uh, you know getting some words out there about some of our uh, uh, you know commits that have been coming in so let's talk I. I don't know. Did we ever talk about? We got to go back to April for this one. It seems like forever ago. But did we ever talk about Branson Yeager coming in? At, at least with an official recruiting expert. Um, talk about the big man. Big, talk about the big man from Utah. Um, okay, yeah, Branson Yeager, Grantsville, Utah. First thing, first things first. And when he committed, I saw him. Six foot eight, three hundred thirty pounds. That's a big boy. In the words, of, in the words of Ed Orgeron. Um. But I'm, he, he had some good offers. Um, Cal, UCLA, Utah, those type of schools, you know. Um, you know, um, and um, um, yeah, he had some offers. He had some good offers over there. Um, he said that um, he basically committed to Nebraska because, um, in his words, he wanted he wanted to secure his spot. Nebraska. After talking to Coach Frost, Coach Austin, all those type guys, you know, he wanted to be and he wanted to be a Husker. He wanted to stay. He wanted to go to Nebraska. So he he got he got on top of it. He called up Coach Austin. Coach Frost, they celebrated, pop champagne, whatever, and he gets, <laughs> he's Oscar. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, watching, watch, oh, oh, um, watching, watching watch his film. Um, like I said, he's six eight through thirty, but he, he he moves very well for that size. He, he moves very very well for that size. I, I was very impressed by that. I say, wait, watching this film, you can't miss him. He's got to be the biggest guy out on the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's 
let's kind of roll through these, you know, just kind of giving us, uh, you know, some, some updates. I don't want to say lightning round style, but uh, something that Nebraska has desperately needed for a number of years, really since Randy Gregory, is any type of edge rush. So tell us about, you know, the Florida native, just like yourself, Patrick Payton. Yeah, all right. Patrick Payton is a beast. Once he gets under the under the once he gets under the tutelage of, of Coach Duval, he's gonna be a monster for us, man. Um, I, I watched. I, I went to one of his games um, last year. He, he played for Miami High last year. Um, he 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 transferred to Northwestern this year. Last year when he played for Miami High, he I went to his game against Christopher Columbus Catholic High School. They're they're really good. They're a really good football team out here too as well. They they produce they produced um they produced other D one prospects as well. Actually, my, my cousin actually went to Columbus last year. He graduated. He go, he's going to the University of Miami right now. Um, he's a really good he's, he's a really good player as well. Patrick, though, he had five sacks against that team. Five sacks. Weighing 195 pounds, man. Five sacks to 195. Going against the O line like that, man. Once he gets once he gets under that, um once he gets under a um, you know, that that once he gets under into that weight program, that strength conditioning program, he's gonna be a beast, man. How how, like how tall is he? You say one ninety five. Is he what about six four, six five? Yeah, like six four, six five. Okay, one ninety five. So there, I feel like I feel like with with that, you know, with with that height, that frame, there's probably room, you know, to to bulk up a little bit uh, in the SNC program at the nutrition table, um, and yeah, definitely, yeah, you know, because if you look, if if you're, you said it was uh, what Christian Catholic, is it was that the yeah, name of school he was going up um, against? Uh, Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus. I was close. Uh, but they both begin with C's. Anyway, uh, um, so <laughs> I imagine that Christopher Columbus is a school that probably has a lot of talent on it. You know, they, they're, you know, you know, a lot of their players probably, you know, go on and play at the next level. So to be that dominant against, you know, uh, a high – performance high school program like that that's a good sign you know i mean you can you can do that and this is no disrespect to a scott's bluff native garrett nelson you can do that in western nebraska because there's not a whole lot of d1 talent out in western nebraska i hate to say um but you know uh garrett nelson obviously he's got a different type of motor and very happy that he's uh in nebraska so you know if if uh patrick payton can can bring that type of you know, I, I don't, I, I, you know, what I'm saying, I, I don't know how, how, where I'm trying to go with it, but I'm excited that we have an edge rusher on the way. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving up next, uh, a dual threat quarterback from Carney, Heinrich Harburg. What, what is the strategy? And I guess it, it always makes sense to, you know, have plenty of uh, depth in the quarterback room, but man, it seems like they're taking two quarterbacks every class. Is that, is that correct? Or more? No, I just take one, one QB as, as far as I, as far as I can remember. All right. Well, well you go <laughs> after about 20 and you get one. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Yeah. They, they offer a bunch of them, but I mean, you only get one. Um, and then after you get that one, he's probably going to come in. If he doesn't start in the first two years, he's out of there anyway. So you got to keep funneling the quarterbacks through. Yeah. 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 Um, this year they got Heinrich Harburg. Last year they got um, last year they got Logan Smothers. Year before that, Luke McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Year before that, Adrian Martinez. All year right, that, okay. I, you, you guys have efficiently proven me wrong. Let's move. <laughs> Wasn't even that hard. That's what she said. <laughs> That's yeah. what she said. 
No, what do you think of this Harburg guy? What do I think? Um, I think I think right now I think he's more athlete than than, than pure quarterback right now. Um, six five one ninety, ten nine hundred meter dash. That's that's explosive for a six five one ninety guy. Um, that's that's where the athlete part comes in. Um, I've seen I've seen um, videos of him throwing on Twitter. I haven't, I haven't actually I haven't watched his huddle film yet. Honestly, shame on me. But I've seen a video of him on Twitter. He can slay it. He's 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 got a cannon. He's got a cannon on his arm. So I mean, this he's he's got he's got the whole package. Set up. I mean, Class C one in Nebraska. I don't know how much talent he's going up against. But I mean, once he gets once he gets to Lincoln, once he gets under Coach Verdusco, I think I think he's gonna be another. I think he's gonna be a really good player. Hey John, you think he'll stay at quarterback? Yeah. I mean, what else yeah. can he do? <laughs> at six I mean, five, I mean, he could he could if he's as, as athletic. You know, what what was the time on that hundred meter dash? Ten nine. I'm doing math in my head now. That's always Don't scary. Do that, it'll hurt you. <laughs> All right, I gotta shake that free. Um, I don't know. I, I see him playing on the opposite side of the ball potentially. Six five. That's good height for a cornerback, isn't it? That's a little bit tough for cornerback. Yeah. You take that'd be maybe a tight end. Why you got Yeah, maybe, maybe tight end, maybe receiver. You never know, man. Why do you always shit on my dreams, John? <laughs> He's talking to you, John. I didn't realize they were dreams. <laughs> we, that, I'm not going to go into psychoanalysis of you right now, Greg. We'll do that maybe later on. All right. Hey, hey no, I think. I think this guy is interesting. I thought it was weird when uh, we picked him up that people are like, well, why'd they take this guy? Well, wasn't he like the third ranked player in Nebraska? I mean, right? yeah, he is. But, oh, I mean, he is third ranked. But, I mean, you got, you got to think about who's the top two. I mean, Avante Dickinson is like a, a borderline five star. Keegan Johnson is, is like a borderline four star. So, I mean, you got to think, you got to think about where, where he's ranked. And think, think about the competition he's playing. He's class C1 in Nebraska. I mean, who, who, who was he playing? Really, I mean, think about it. That, that, that's a great ranking for him. It, it, it is, yes, that's yeah. right. And plus, he's third ranked. If he did, if Nebraska didn't pick him up, then people would be bitching about Moe's well, got Bronson and getting the Nebraska players, you know, yeah. that kind of crap. So, <laughs> hey, uh, exactly. Plus, plus, I love his name. You guys, I don't know if you follow the comments on coronation but the, you know the matt masker thing is the constant butchering of the name thing <laughs> where nobody gets that right and now we've got henrik hargy we're gonna butcher that name forever no offense to the guy it's just something that happens just like on reddit where they go crazy with stupid responses and comments well, okay let's move on hey john uh quick unrelated sidebar question akilo and i have very nice short haircuts when was the last time you saw a barber? Okay, look at this. See this right here? See this on the sides? It's short on the sides. This is by this is by design. Okay. Did did, did the barber's clippers <laughs> did they did they run out of juice? We're working on something with the hair. This is going in a direction, and I want to point out that by the way, as a fifty-eight year old man, I have this much freaking hair. That's great. We're gonna we're gonna I'm. I just haven't started working on the pomade that's going to go in it at some point. So get off my – I have had a haircut. <laughs> I like – you know what? I like putting my fingers through my hair, and other women do too. Wait a minute. I said that wrong. Let's move on. You did. I was going <laughs> to ask if your wife liked running her fingers through your hair, and then you – uh. 
you you opened up the catalogs there, the the Rolodex. Yeah, you know, it's that was a long time ago. Let's let's go on. Isn't there more players to talk about? <laughs> Some Daniel Cerny guy. Look at him jumping from topic to topic so effortlessly. Uh, yeah, we. It seems like uh, in in this recruiting class, uh, Akilah, we've definitely bulked up our kicker situation. Probably because we don't want to have to bring anybody in from the uh, intramural soccer program in in the future. So, I, I mean, do we need yeah. – how many kickers is too many kickers? I mean, looking at, looking at what happened last year, there's, <laughs> evidently there's never enough kickers, you feel me? I mean, I, I, I was at that Colorado game, man. I mean, when, 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 that, when that Isaac Armstrong kick went wide right, I was like, damn it! I was I was mad as hell, bro. That was embarrassing, man. The Colorado football players, the, the fans, they stormed the field. They ran over to us, started flicking us off and stuff, cursing us out and all type of stuff. It was it was embarrassing, bro. You didn't I mean, get the bag of pee thrown at you, though. Um, oh, bag of pee? No, 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 no. Hell no, no. I, I, we we would have had to fight, man. But no, nah, but I mean, I mean, going on the highway from Boulder back to Denver, the, um, on the pedestrian overpass, people over over hanging hugging, hanging CU flags. And, and cursing out us and all that type of stuff, it was, it was crazy, man. It was, it was sad, man. But um, that um, that, that obviously that, that game proved you know you, can, you never never have enough kickers. Um, the Northwestern game on the game-winning field goal when Lane McCallum's kick that was the most pitiful game-winning field goal I've ever seen before. Um, so I mean, but it was a game-winning kick. I mean, game-winning. I mean, you know, Lane will be able to talk about it forever. He'll tell his grandkids about it. But I mean, you you that was that was very sad. Um, so I mean. I mean, you you were talking about um not going to go to intramural soccer team for another kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's his name? Matt Waldock was actually very good. Ironically, I was I was at I was at the Maryland game, his first game kicking. He he actually, he actually was he actually was very good at, at kicking. So um I mean it, it was I was I was kind of, I was kind of I was kind of torn when he announced he was leaving the team. Who who knows? Maybe maybe if they need him again this fall, he'll he'll, he'll call him up again and get another kick. Um, we don't. We don't. We don't need to pick up. We need a roster of people that can play special teams. <laughs> and so we have this Daniel Cerny guy who comes from uh, Pro Kick Australia. What? Tell tell us, because uh, look, I'm not smart. I'm just gonna throw it out there. But Aussie rules football. Walk me through that if you can. Anybody? I've not. I've not done the homework on Aussie rules football. Well, they have an oblong ball that's somewhat like a fo- American football, and they kick it a lot, apparently. And then they have this guy that stands under the goalpost that wears a Panama Jack hat, and he comes out and he like puts one finger out like a gun if you score some points, and then he puts two fingers out like a gun if you score more points than just the one finger thing. That's what I know about Australian rules football. How does it differ from rugby, or does it? Yeah, it's in Australia. <laughs> what do you want? They punt the ball apparently a long ways. I think it looks a lot like rugby. I mean, this guy's not gonna he he's gonna go out there first game and he's not gonna have pads or a helmet on. Well, he is. I'm, I, I mean, think, I'm, I'm, I think they'll figure that out by the time that they get there. I'm looking at Google Image search of Australian rules football and. There's no helmet. There's no pads. There's, there's no pants. He's going to go out there in shorty shorts and a tank top, and he's going to kick that football into the stands. I just see it happening. 
There are two teams of 18 players oh, geez, here we go. on an oval field. Oh, well, he's already going to be thrown off. We play on a rectangle. <laughs> he'll okay. be okay, Greg. I'm sure that he'll – he's smarter than you. I'm sure he's already smarter than you. And, uh, wow. you know, he's he, he'll wow. figure it out in no time whatsoever that he needs to wear a helmet and pads and, you know, mostly because that's the rules. And he might actually be expected to make a tackle. I hope not. All right. But yes, we have another punter, and uh, his name is Daniel Cerny, and he comes from uh, apparently a school of kicking. I don't know. I thought this was kind of weird, but I guess they're going out and finding punters and kickers. <clears throat> well, let's uh, move on as uh, as the uh, Zoom chat is in its final 10 minutes. Let's talk about uh, the wide receiver from Georgia, Sean Hardy, the second. Sean Hardy, man. I saw some man. He is, he's, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to give him that, that title of beast yet because I don't feel, I don't feel like he's, he's deserved it yet. Um, he, he, he's, 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 he's a great player though. Um, on his NCSA profile, he reported a four four nine forty at six three one ninety. That's flying. Um, Watching watching his film a lot, he's he's a, he's a he's a deep ball specialist. You know, he knows how to track the ball while it's in the air. He goes up and he goes up, he gets that thing, scores a lot of touchdowns, scores gets a lot of long receptions. You know, I mean, it's that, we, we can never have we can never have enough enough of that. You know, is, Nebraska, is he, Nebraska, we've been begging for a big body receiver for the longest, and we finally got it. Is he going to be one of those guys that every time he catches the ball, you're going to hear the announcer say, you know, in, in the replay, you see that he caught the ball at its highest point. <laughs> Probably, probably, probably will. I'll take it. He, he, he was doing a lot of that in his huddle film. John, yes. Your thoughts? Uh, I, it's a receiver. They keep going through him. I mean, uh, <clears throat> you know, I don't look at these guys. I just look at what we're. You know, I don't pay. I don't really. Everybody knows this. I look at re- the, most of these guys until they get on campus and get on the field. I really don't pay that much attention to them. But, I mean, earlier we mentioned the fact that they're going to take one quarterback per class. Uh, it almost seems to me that Scott Frost is really desperately – I don't want to say desperately. He's trying to get as many receivers into the pipeline as possible without overdoing it uh, because we need uh, we need points. you know. And if this guy can score points, he's going to get on the field. So, I mean, you, you, how many receivers do we have in this class so far, Caleb? Oh, God. Oh, we have one. One. Um, okay. <laughs> 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 yes, Sean Hardy. Uh, we, 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 were, um, uh, we actually, Latrell Neville, receiver from Texas, he's announcing on July, on the 4th of July. Um, and where is his leader, apparently? He told, he told all, all the other schools where he's going to. And where his leaders? So that, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good thing. Four-star receiver, similar mold as Sean, uh, like 6'3", 195, 200 or so. Do you think he's going to announce during the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Contest, uh, eating contest? <laughs> I mean, you never know. Isn't, isn't, isn't that in Brooklyn? I mean, he's from Texas. I, you know, it doesn't matter. It's the 4th of July. <laughs> it, nobody, Nobody's doing anything but watching people eat hot dogs that they shouldn't be eating. So, <laughs> Maybe, maybe. You never know. You never know. Um, that, that's, that's another guy we should, we should get. 
Um, there was another receiver, there was another receiver that we, that we were um, that we were really high on named Jalen Noel. Um, we were talking. He was like he was he was really like he was on Twitter. He was really like going all out for Nebraska. Then he he committed to Ohio, he committed to Iowa State sight unseen. I don't know where that came from. I mean, all, all the best to him. So I mean, right now we have one Sean Hardy, probably two by the next month in the trail level as well. We're probably gonna take like three or four receivers this this class. Um, Coach Frost said that um, this class is gonna be a very small class, so they're being more deliberate on who they take. So I was wrong. <laughs> Greg didn't even jump all over that because he's a wiener. <laughs> I, you know, a guy brings up the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest, and all of a sudden you call him a wiener. That's not nice. Well, it uh, fits. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> all right, Akilah. So, so we, <laughs> he, no, the the silence was fun. It, that the silence was for you. I was giving you the look, John. Oh yeah, they could see that. They could see that on the podcast. <laughs> this audio version, it didn't necessarily translate. Uh, so we got about five minutes left, Akilah. Take a couple of those minutes, uh, and you know, you mentioned the receiver from Texas, but do you see any other? You know, as we we joke about in the Slack chat room, have the pre-write ready, blah blah blah. Little peek behind the curtain there for uh, uh, the listeners. But if you had your crystal ball out, do you see any other commitments coming down the pipe here uh, in the summer months? Okay, right now I can think of two. The first one, obviously, the one that everybody probably every every Nebraska fan has probably heard of by now. Um, four-star Iowa tight end Thomas Fedoni or Fedoni. I forgot. I'm sorry if I butchered his last name. Um, basically, we're, we're, we're his leader right now. Every school in the country is after him. I mean, he, apparently, he grew, he grew up a Nebraska fan. I mean, Council Bluffs is the Council Bluffs is right next to Omaha. So, I mean, that that, that that's 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 a good thing. I mean, he's the best tight end in the country. I watch film. I watch a lot of his film. If you if you get him, man, he he is a he is a game changer, man. He's a beast. He's he is he is crazy. He is insane. Obviously, I'd love to get him. Um, and the other one would be um, there's a running back from Georgia. His name is Gabe Irvin. He goes to um, Buford High outside, outside of Atlanta. Um, he he said he's he, like basically like he's he has a really good really good relationship from Coach Held right now, Coach Frost as well. Um, I watch his film. I really like him a lot. Um, Georgia offered him, so I mean that's, that's a really good thing because I mean Georgia's offering an in-state kid. I mean he's really good. Although I'm not sure. If, although I'm not sure if he's a take for Georgia right now. The fact that they even offered him right now, the fact that they even offered him, that's a great thing. To, that's showing that he has the talent. So um, I'd say those those two, I'd say, would be the top two that I'd consider to be the most likely to commit right now. If Fedon committed to Nebraska, would there be that type of Iowa meltdown that Nebraska experienced when, you know, like Fant uh, went to Iowa? I mean, would they just would, would or would it be bigger because, you know, I don't know. How I don't know where Noah Fant was, you know, rated coming out of high school. But if this is the top tight end prospect in the country, and he's going to go to your next door neighbor slash rival, that that's going to be a lot of upset Hawkeyes. Um, I think I think Noah Fant and I think Thomas Fedoni's um recruitments are aren't that really aren't. I mean, they're both tight ends, but I mean, there aren't there um that's there aren't there are some differences. Um, Noah Fant, um, well, basically when, when, during his recruiting process, we were, we were recruiting him as a defensive end at first. Um, we had Hank Hughes on him. Hank Hughes was a, was a terrible recruiter. Um, and then, so basically I, I, I was prioritizing him at tight end. Basically he, he, he went there. 
um, we, we we tried, we tried in the end, we tried, actually said, okay, okay, no, we'll, we'll, we'll let you come in at tight end. He actually, he was actually considering us. He was actually considering us, but in the end, he said, with, with Iowa, I mean, that, that worked out great for him. He's first round NFL pick, first round draft pick. Denver Bronco, probably going to be the best hat in the league this year, or probably top five in the NFL this year. Um, Thomas Fedoni, um, I, I, I think, I, I, I mean, Iowa has such, has such a great reputation for tight ends that I, I think I, I think it's not going to hurt them as much. Iowa has such a great reputation for tight ends. I don't think, I don't think it's going to hurt them as much. Um, I, I, obviously, I think they're going to be butthurt. I mean, they, we're Nebraska. They hate us. They, they, right. they hate us. I mean, five in a row. They they they, they love throwing that throwing throwing that throwing that in our face on Twitter, social media, all that type of stuff. So I mean, they, they'll be salty about that. But I mean, I I will. They they have a tight end pedigree. They'll be they'll be all right. They'll be fine. All right, John. We got about ninety seconds left. Anything that you wanted to tack on? As you were awfully quiet this week. No. Okay. <laughs> Akila, man, we we appreciate you taking some time out this evening to uh, visit, talk a little recruiting with us, and thank you for all no your work that you do on coordination.com uh, as you are part of that uh, terrific recruiting team that we have of coverage at coordination.com. You can check out Akilo's uh, writing uh, and and you know just stay uh, in, in tune with all the coordination.com stuff. Uh, so that'll do it for this episode of the Five Heart Podcast. For Akilo Roberts, John Dam Johnston, I'm Greg Mahatchko reminding you this week and every week that five heart is all the heart you need. John? Go, Big Red.